VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Hinch from Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. And if for some reason you're not already tired of listening to us on the show, well... I guess I got good news for you. We now have a YouTube channel so you can watch us on the show as well. Go to youtube.com, search Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, and you can see myself, my co-host Alexander Rossi, that guy Thim that sometimes shows up, you know, doing what we do. So go check it out, subscribe, like all the videos. Thanks so much. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to another Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Guys, life comes at you fast. I've had a, I've had a morning just trying to get stuff ready to go. I got a plane to catch. And why does everything always stack up right before you have to leave? Why Is it just because I procrastinated to that point? It's called procrastination, yes. Right, right. Well, so it's poor time management. Yeah, no. I mean, if it wasn't for the last minute, I wouldn't get anything done. But uh, we're here and we're recording and lots to talk about. We had a busy racing weekend. What I love is that you're stressed for a flight that leaves at four. That is, you, you legitimately have as much time as you possibly could want. You could wake up well, at I don't three. know. Do you, have a, do you have a check bag? I do have a check bag because I have to All bring. Right. So some... that, that means you got to be there at the, like, at the latest by 3.15 at Indianapolis. Right. right. Yes. But the Which point is, I don't care. It's not like that we're recording this at six o'clock in the morning. And he's got a flight no, 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 no. Seven. no, 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 no. It's it's more that I woke up. I knew I had like a ton of things to do, and I just wanted. To, I just needed to get through them, and so that was where the stress came from. I feel better now. I had time to work out. I actually had had a chance to jump on the bike. So I've done well. I'm good. I've the bag is packed with all of Becky's stuff because I'm going out to Calgary, and she just needs more stuff apparently. So I've got half of Becky. That's why I have a check bag because it's not normally how I roll. The things you do for love. Congrats. The things you do for love, man. It's a, it's a whole thing. So um, what, what's, what's happening, guys? What's, uh, what's new and exciting before we get into the meat and potatoes? Uh, well, let's see. Jetta happened. No, what are it's your not, five favorite I'm not talking like about hand that. signs. Hand signs. I mean, like, like, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay. Gotta, I mean, you gotta, yeah, gotta have that. That counts. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, um, the Andretti salute, though. That, what about no, like, it's not top five. Like, like, like the Vulcan thing. Oh, hang loose. Yeah. Hang loose. Or like, cool. like, like, like rock on, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like concerts. Yeah. What? This is love, that's right? Good. That's five, right? That's love. Uh, yeah, that's love is what, good. What prompted this in 2022? I don't know. 
Hang loose. Hang loose was a good. You know what? People don't do hang loose enough. Hang loose is. Well, I feel like if people in Indiana and a landlocked state did hang loose, yeah, it'd be like, pretty like, weird. Share the love, though, hey, Hawaii man. slash California. Like, just because you have an ocean, like, share your cool hand gestures. We don't have the ocean here. Let us at least have yeah. that. What would, you, what would you hang loose hmm. on in Indiana? It's just a saying. You're just hanging loose. I don't know, the 465? <laughs> The 465. <laughs> Sorry, I 465. Not from here, jackass. At home, it's the 401 or the QEW. We put the out here. It's the way. it's the 405 and the 10. Yeah, it's just not in Indiana. Go. It's not. It's because our I, highway system predates the uh, the, the interstate work the? system. No, it predates the interstate system. So they used to be face, like the Santa Monica freeway and things like your that. Face predates the internet system, whatever you said. It's an outrageous accusation. Do you want to know what I also think? We, do you want to know what I think we should do? <clears throat> what to help you know fill these forty-minute times? No, I got. Where we I got there was like, there was racing. We could talk about no, racing. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> but I still think we should do. We should almost do like a like a off-track helpline, meaning like people can can write and submit their problems for Dear the Alex. And, and oh, yes. I love this and, idea. And we yeah. can then give them yes. advice. We can solve. Oh, man. This podcast has just developed into a whole new beast. And I'm, I'm Holy here for it. I love this, this idea. It's going to be a okay. segment called Dear Alex. Yeah. So do we want to do it like, do they tweet it? Or do we want it to be something no, it private? Private. Yeah, private? Private. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, if they want to be anonymous, they can be anonymous. Or, uh, we or have their an username. I think our email is... It's askofftrack at gmail.com. Askofftrack at gmail.com. Send in your, your stories, your queries, anything that you I, think. Life's it's like struggles. Hand, I love, but it's I love this struggles. idea. Yeah. Um, well, I had a very nice dinner last night, Tim. Okay. I uh, was invited very kindly over to Alex and Kelly's house, and they cooked a wonderful steak and potatoes meal that was delicious, and green beans and salad. See, I like I have FOMO for that, and I couldn't possibly have been invited. I'm two thousand miles away, and I'm still like, would have liked the invite, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, I get it. <laughs> well, I get if that. you were five miles away, I don't think you would have gotten the invite. <laughs> no, no. If you were at the house, we'd have asked you to leave before I got there. I'd have stayed up in my room. Right. <laughs> Fair. As long yeah. as you're grounded to your room. So that was nice. Um, it was nice to see them. You went to you went to and Canada. We had to reschedule because. Um, oh yeah, I went down to Texas to. Sir. Yeah, yeah. So we had we had dinner plans last Thursday, and then on Wednesday night we had met up, unrelated for, for we another had, steak and potatoes dinner. Actually. For another steak and potatoes dinner, yeah. and um and and I had missed the gym that morning, and so I was like, oh, did I miss anything in the gym? And Alex was like, actually, yeah, uh, I'm going to Austin tomorrow morning for the day, and I was like, I guess dinner's canceled. Oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, James. So Charlie was kind of Charlie Kimball and his wife Kathleen were kind enough to invite. They were going down to Austin for like a surf trip, and um, they were kind enough to invite me. So I went and got on the water for the day. It was cold. Wetsuits are neat. Um, I I, I didn't actually even know did... you know how to surf. No, dude, wake, wake surfing. Surf. Oh, wake, wake surf. surf. Okay. Yeah, and you do know I know how to do awesome. that. Yeah. Also, not an ocean in Austin, I don't think. So it would have been weird. I was just, yeah, I wasn't even yeah. thinking. Um, but I, I, I've had a long week. I learned there was something. It's Wednesday. I learned there was something um, called a dry suit. Not, not that I had one. Yeah. But apparently, you can get in in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, and be completely bone dry. 
Which yeah, hands and so, feet get like cold, a hell of an idea. So yeah, yeah wetsuit lets in a layer of water and then it keeps it in there and then your body heat warms that up and that insulates you. A dry suit, there's a layer of air between the suit and your skin or whatever else is underneath. So it does keep you a lot warmer. That's for much colder water dives. Or the, the fact that you know all of this is fascinating to me. <laughs> or or March surfing in Lake Austin. Yeah. 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 So anyways, so that was my that was my Thursday. And then I went to Canada. Um Kelly got her green card, which is very exciting. Um, uh, so she could finally go see her family again. She could finally go see her family. So we went up there, surprised her mom, much like James surprised his mom a month or so ago for her birthday. It wasn't Kelly's mom's birthday. But anyways, did the whole knock on the door. They freaked out, didn't know who was there. And then there was a lot of crying and everything. It was happy, happy tears. And we stayed there for three days and then came home. That drive is very long and annoying, but you know, we you get it. used to it. You get used to it. I would imagine you've gotten very used to it. Oh yeah, it's like you not need even a GPS anymore. Oh god, no! I mean, I haven't, you... I haven't needed the GPS for a long time. Really? I feel like okay. I have a question for you guys because even if I if I'm going somewhere where I know the route, I will I still, still do the GPS. But uh, not only just traffic, I also want to beat my ETA. Well, I you yeah. know your ETA is like it's it's live and it updates itself. Right, I know, but I'm I'm going off of the one. I'm going off of the one from the start. But it learns. No, it learns. So I know. So I progressively have to drive faster and faster, and this is going to end in my certain death. I'm aware of this, Alex. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll plug in. I'll plug in. This week, isn't he? I don't think he had great sleep last night. He's had a long two days, as he said. Oh, Um, could you imagine? His long week. It's Wednesday, and it's only like nine o'clock in the morning where he is. So yeah, it's uh, it's a long two days. My goodness. Tough. But no, okay, here's a question for you though, because you when you go up to well, it's like one of his top five favorite hand gestures. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Alex. When you guys go up to Toronto, do you go through Detroit? Yes. Okay. So here's the difference. There are two routes to get from Indy to Toronto. One's through Detroit yes. and one's through Sarnia. Yeah, through right? Flint. <laughs> yeah, through Flint and then Sarnia, Sarnia is Port Huron, whatever. So if you GPS it. The, the the Flint route, the Sarnia route, is like 10 miles or 12 minutes longer kind of thing, right? But you get on I-69 in the north side of Indianapolis, and I-69 literally ends at the border. Okay. So when you said, like, do you need GPS? I say no, because I don't take the Detroit route. I, I go yeah. for, like, the ease of route, because, like, the route to... Detroit is so convoluted. There's so many different turns and it's so easy to like miss one if you're not paying attention to your GPS or whatever. So my question to you, and I think I know the answer, is if you're faced with ease of route, but 12 miles longer or faster, but way more complicated, which would you choose? If you think you know my answer, tell me. <laughs> I, think, I think you would never sacrifice time. I think you Correct. would always go for the shortest distance. It could be I would I could have to like walk over nails if it was nine minutes. <laughs> right, still that's, do that. that's what I assumed. That's what I right. assumed. Yeah. Right. Um, the thing is, I genuinely think that the roads are less busy, and you can make up more time the other way. So it actually like nets out pretty similar. But that's just me. Do you want to know what's funny? Is like, so you know, most of the people that I hang out with. Obviously, us. we all the do. Two of us. Are, are, are younger, right? So I was in Canada with Kelly's parents and we drove to dinner. 
and you know, I was in the car, I been driving and, um, had the, the route to the restaurant that was, you know, 11 minutes away up on like the screen and we're pulling out of like their subdivision or whatever. And Kelly's dad's like, Oh, go left. And I was like, no. <laughs> Hard pass. Right. Like, absolutely not. And he's like, Oh, I think I know where it is. I was like, I'm sure you do. Don't care. <laughs> I know that this thing knows where it is. Right, so. correct. And it's just so funny because like they were <laughs> they were so flabbergasted by the fact that like I wouldn't just take the local directions instead of just following, I don't know, the computer that already calculated everything and guaranteed a quicker route. Like, I don't understand. Why wouldn't you follow the computer? Because they just never... So I've actually... Okay, I've experienced this phenomenon, right? Because I am old enough to remember a time without GPS. And so you have your, like, local routes to get places, right? Sure. And so you would just... You would never plug it into the GPS. But then something like this happens and somebody does and you find out that you've been lied to for your entire existence. (laughs) And that this is not the best way to get to that place. But it doesn't matter. It's like, it's such a... It just screws you with your mind. You're like, I I can't... I now know that's two minutes faster, but I'm not going to do it because that's not the way to get there. It's not the way how you get there. And like, I'm not going to drive by my favorite coffee shop and I'm not going to see my neighbor's lawn. Yes. And yeah. I learned that like I had been wasting a lot of time on the road by taking the most, like not the most efficient routes once GPS came out. Oh yeah. Now I used to drive between my mom and dad's place and it was always be take Kessler to Benford and Benford up 69 and all that. And then started using GPS for that trip. And it's like, no, 38th right over. We'll, we'll save 15 minutes on that trip. (laughs) But I remember when I was 16, and I'm curious if you guys had a similar experience. When I was 16, my mom, like when I, I, when I, I had the first car I had, my mom got me an Atlas. And she was like, keep this in the trunk. If you ever get lost, like you'll be able to find your way home. And then that same year is when they started to make the like in-car GPSs affordable. And that thing never left my trunk. I don't think I ever opened that atlas. Things a lot of random McNallys that never saw the light of day. <laughs> yeah, that Map business Quest, had to just Map be Quest devastated. Was a hell of an invention, though. Yeah, Map oh, but do you Quest remember when we had to had print MapQuest yeah, yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> like, yeah. You actually had to pay attention to your odometer because you're like, all right, you're on this road for 42 <laughs> kilometers. You're like, reset. It's the only time I ever hit the reset button on the. You know what's crazy? That is exa- that is aviation. For the most part, like, yeah, planes are getting to the point where they're GPS still. I mean, they're there, but, you know, there's always the backups, right? And, and you fly via like VORs or, you know, yeah. airways in the sky and all of it is timed based on the, you know, the ground speed that you have. So it's like right. you literally join an airway and you start a timer for, you know, it's published for six minutes and 12 seconds. And then you like tune the navigation to the next frequency they're supposed to be at and start that timer for however long. And like, it's sounds complicated. Sounds tough. So anyways, um, (laughs) Uh, Uh, well, you're, you're testing, well, you're testing tomorrow. Do you want to talk about your test? Well, maybe. Oh, weather. It's pretty cold. Pretty cold for tests, isn't it? Dude, it's yesterday was cold and the day before was cold. Today's beautiful. 75. Today's Oh, wow. Yeah. It's warmer in Indiana than LA. Okay. So we should have been testing today. But they're testing the new <laughs> motors today, right? So that's actually kind of cool. The, that is cool. The first on-track test of both Honda and Chevy's 2024 2.4 liter engines 
happen today without the hybrid technology that's going to be coming in as well. But the uh, the internal combustion unit portion of that hit the track today. And Scott was doing this driving for Honda and Joseph for Chevy, I believe. Uh, Will today. Will today. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to talk to those guys and see uh, see how it went. I mean, engine development is always like, it's a slow thing. It's never out of the box, just like an awesome beast that runs all day. So there's always little teething Issues. Did you ever have a transition in the car? Yeah, when the DW because my rookie season was the old car, and it's obviously the old motor architecture. Yeah. And, God, you're uh, old. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so when the DW12 came out, we had to do uh, all the development for. I was at Andretti at the time, and they were Chevy at the time, so we did all the a good chunk of the Chevy development. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was it's like fun part of developing a new package for sure. Um. So that's neat. Big news for the IndyCar world. But yes, then F1, Jetta happened. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought, I think, <laughs> I know we talked about, I think last week we talked about, you know, we can't, we don't really know if the new rules package is better. We don't really know a lot of things yet. We don't know if Mercedes is actually bad. I think we, we know Mercedes is pretty bad. It's not great. Um, I think Ferrari's real. And I think the new rules package is, pretty legit like i will say i was talking to somebody it was probably a group chat that you were in because <laughs> i feel like you're in most of my group chats these days but it was some chat i was having where i was talking about the layout at that track right and it looks on paper like one of the like most garbage racetracks hmm. to race on because it is literally just a series of high-speed s's a hairpin snakes connected a series of high-speed s's and then a hairpin which in theory, like for a formula car, high downforce, that's just the worst, right? Like you, like high-speed corners are really tough to follow in, whatever, whatever. Maybe a fun track to drive because it's super high-speed and like fun to qualify, but um, the racing was just like probably not going to be great. Dude, the way that those cars were able to follow, like the battle between Ocon and uh, Alonso at the beginning there, and then obviously the battle for the win at the end with uh, Leclerc and, uh, and Verstappen, I was blown away at like they were passing each other and then able to like pass back, you know, it wasn't just like guy gets DRS and this blows away because you can't keep in the wake. Like they were actually on each other's gearboxes through some really, really quick stuff, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I think it's it's it, it pains me to say it, but I think Formula One in all of their complexity that exists with their race cars, they in the non-spec series, well. Still not as spec as IndyCar, for example. They have made a way to make the show as good as IndyCar yeah. through two races, um, which is which is a tough look. I mean, that's that's annoying. It's frustrating, but um, ultimately, it it goes to show you know how how much money is required and and continual development is necessary as, as the competition gets tighter and you know the disparity between drivers and teams gets less and less how much you you need to still be chasing you know the show because it's you, you don't have these massive gaps anymore that can create wild races if you know there's certain things that happen you know when everyone's doing the same lap time within half second and doesn't make mm-hmm. mistakes like it's you're gonna kind of see it start as it finishes the the only thing that was kind of dumb was that whole like race to the drs line that happened yeah yeah, between max and charles that was that was kind of annoying like knowing that these guys but you know in 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 one sense it's it's 
like you're still it's you got to play the strategy like max tried it once just legit like just trying to pass him and then it didn't work out for him and so he had to like they had to try to outbreak each other earlier to get the uh to get the line the drs detection line for the front straight so like that was kind of dumb we were talking about this last night james and like that that part of it is one area where i think indycar excels in terms of there's a limited amount of of pushes of right. this advantage that you get right. and you can use it whether you're racing, whether you're doing in and out laps, whether you're trying to close the gap. I think in a lot of respects, the DRS, if it worked in that fashion, would be a lot better, right? Because would be. there would be, you wouldn't see guys sacrificing a potential overtake to try and play this chess game. It'd just be, well, I've used the push. I've got to, I've got to right. go for it. And like, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there, there's a lot of strategy in how and when you deploy your push to pass. And I think that's awesome. I know a lot of people gripe. They're like, oh, well, if you just use it to defend, then the guy use like, if both cars are using it, then there's no passing happen. And, and then, you know, what's the point? But again, eventually you run out. And yeah. part of it is like trying to go to the guy in front of you to burn more of his. Well, you're actually not yet using yours and whatever, whatever. But also the thing about DRS is it, 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 it actually like, penalizes the leading car right so you're in front it's weird we lost alex i'm gonna gonna finish that thought you the car in front doesn't get drs so the car behind does and the one one issue that we've had and, and alex could attest to this if he was here which he's not right now um yeah, let's just put words in his mouth let's well, just yeah, uh, i've heard him say this uh yeah he's back let's not put him in yeah that's fair that's <laughs> uh, weird. My bad. <laughs> um, I, I I think there was a period of time where you had to disadvantage the car in front in Formula One because there was no way that there was going to be a pass otherwise, right? And I think now maybe we're seeing that that's not necessarily the case. So I think I think I think the big issue that and what I was saying when you briefly disappeared, and we've talked about this, is the dis like the the speed gain, the advantage given to the car with DRS is sometimes too big. A lot of tracks they go to, they get DRS. Like if you're within a second, you're going by the car in front. Like it's not a, it puts you in a position to break later and maybe make a pass. Like you are by and clear them before the break zone kind of thing. And that's not fun. Like you should have to at least still make the effort to get a pass done. Do you know what I mean? So I, I agree. I, I understand what you're saying about the f- the front car has to have some disadvantage because otherwise there wouldn't be a pass. Uh, but at the same time, I think I think F1 there's still a couple tracks where they need to you know massage where their line starts or like how big the gap is in the rear wing and what the actual speed advantage is. But it is cool this year to see what the new cars like very distinct traits. Mm-hmm. And like everybody knows that the Red Bulls are super fast in a straight line. That the Ferraris are really good in the corners, like a lot of downforce. All the Mercedes engines Honda. suck. I think. I mean, I think it's Honda, honestly. It could, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Honda. I take that yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Red Bull, Red Bull powertrains now, technically. So, I, mm, I run still by, like, run by Honda. Yeah. Yes, but it's not called um, anymore. Sure. But the Mercedes universally sucks, which is crazy because we were having this conversation too like the big reg changes are with the chassis and the aerodynamics and the engine regs are fairly stagnant i thought and maybe i'm wrong it just I could must, very well be it wrong just must mean it's draggy as but like right? dude it's every mercedes powered car 
the McLarens are slow. Uh, the Williams are slow. The, yeah. the Aston Martins are slow. All of the Mercedes powered cars were literally at the bottom of qualifying. Maybe their thrust with the exception versus, of like Russell, maybe their thrust versus drag coefficient is all wrong, but it just, it just, yeah, it seems, it seems bizarre that I didn't think there was that big a change in the engines. And that's, that's been the engine to have for like the better part of a decade. So it just seems weird that all of a sudden, you know, like other ones could compete, but like now the Ferrari's way better. The, Honda is way better. Even even the the even the Alpine is way better. So it's just I don't know. So it's so it turns out Max or not Max. Turns out Lewis wasn't exaggerating this year. First time for everything. (laughs) But dude, imagine that he spends another four years in F one and Mercedes just never gets back to that same place and he never gets that eighth title after how Abu Dhabi ended last year and he could have been and then would have been and maybe should have been and oh my god. Like if he doesn't end up getting an eighth title, it's gonna be like the worst, like the worst thing. Well, it's like it's, Paul, it's like Paul, it's like Elio only winning three Indy five hundreds. <laughs> Except he eventually did, right? Did he? Well, no. did he? Just gonna let that one go by. Uh, <laughs> oh, but no, he like didn't. Everyone, no, I'm I'm um, with you. I'm with you. He did. He did not. <laughs> He did not. Um, I love him, but he did not. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see... Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen. For a different kind of addiction treatment, visit caron.org slash lost. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so that was F1. Congrats to Max. Great win. Great race. A lot of fun to watch. Um, NASCAR. Did you watch Coda? I did not watch Coda. I have seen the final lap. Okay. That's all we need to talk about. Ultimately is all that matters in Cup. So Okay, so this is... (laughs) 
this is going to be a very unpopular rant among certain people, but I have to just, it just, it frustrates me so much. And I'm going to open by, by being very blunt and upfront and honest about the fact that I'm biased as hell because AJ is a good friend of mine and I love him and he's a hell of a racing driver. And yes. So I understand and accept and enjoy that it's just known in NASCAR that if you are leading on the last lap of a road course or a short oval, you will be moved. That's just how it is. And the drivers all accept it. It's just part of the sport. Okay, cool. I can buy into that. Here's where, here's where what I think, why I think what happened on Sunday was just complete horse. So AJ was the fastest car all day. A bunch of times didn't have, you know, his, his crew maybe not wasn't as good as some of the others, lost some spots on pit stops, whatever, whatever would fall back, fifth, whatever. Always got back up to the front. Always. Fastest guy. He had won the Xfinity race on Saturday. Congrats, AJ. And was definitely the clearest, the clearly, clearly the best car. So for that last day, he sat in second because he knows the he knows how it works. Last lap, he waited until the slowest corner on the track mm-hmm. gave Chastain. I mean, you, there was no actual footage of contact. He, he hit him so lightly to get around him. No, he hit him. He moved him for sure. Okay. Right. But it wasn't like he didn't bump him from behind. He got kind of to his quarter, just moved him wide, got through. Right. Okay. It did allow Bowman to also get through. Yes. I've now finally figured out the difference between Bowman and um, Byron. <laughs> Byron. <laughs> so. So Bowman gets through, AJ gets through, and then they go through the carousel. And Bowman's actually leading, AJ second, Chastain's now third. So whereas AJ nudged him wide, Chastain was just pure driving on anger at that point, right? Had no sense of what he was doing or why. And not even like let off the brake, like stayed on the gas going into a corner, hit AJ so hard that he launched in the guy in third took out first and second place. He bowled them both out of the way and won the race. Awesome. It's pathetic, <laughs> man. It's horse. <laughs> he shouldn't have won that race. And the fact that everybody in NASCAR is like, yeah, it's just good racing. It's not. It's if, if, if NASCAR is willing to look people in the eye and say, we are the WWE of motorsports, then fine. Then fine. But if you're going to call yourself even remotely a sport, okay, that kind of behavior is just so hard to wrap my head around. I, I, I get, I, I get where you're coming from, but that entire race looked like such a clown show with the fact that there are no track limits, and they just run fine. where? No, it's not. So it already. No, no, I, looks, no I'm saying fine to oh, your point. Right. It already looks like amateur racing. I'm just saying yeah. to a viewer, it looks like it's a free for all. There's no, it doesn't look like there's any rules, right? It looks so like, like Stadium Super Trucks. It does. <laughs> so like, and what do they do in Stadium Super Trucks? They they beat just the hell fire, out of each other. Tell you why? Right. They just yeah. fire the guy off. Like yep. that. That is what it is, and and that's what people ultimately. I was entertained. Was it was it pure motorsports? Maybe not. Is plate racing pure motorsports? No. Are like, stages pure motorsports? Right. Like so, it, they are a entertainment entity. They have embraced that one hundred percent. And look, and it's they've working. Taken, Their ratings are better right. than ours. So, and like, I'm taken, not. I, I get taken, that. But... A huge step back. I, I get the purest of you is like, oh, well, that's. But my only, my only defense or argument to that um, is that he did get moved first. One hundred percent. 
And again, if he moved AJ, fine. But he moved AJ so hard it took out the car in front of him. And that's where I'm like, there's got to be a line at some point. Because like, if the guy in fourth can just not break for the hairpin, well, AJ did. AJ ended up in the gravel. Okay. And Bowman only didn't crash because there's no track limits. And he he went 40 (laughs) feet off the track, but it still happened to be paved there. Like many other corners, that would have been a crash. So I just, because at some point, driver's safety has got to be taken into consideration. Like you, the corner they came through was the fastest corner on the track. Maybe, maybe apart from one of the first S's or something, right? Like a very quick corner. Mm And he just he just didn't lift. Like you, you saw the video. AJ's like all crossed up on the brakes because he's just getting mowed in. I don't know. I just again, I'm biased. I wanted AJ to win. I'm not gonna hide okay. that fact. But, but I saw the guy in not, third taking not, out the first two. You were excited though. Like it was exciting. It was. Ex- I mean, yes. no. Yeah, no. I mean, yes and no. I don't know. I was too annoyed to be excited. I just right. think they had, look had so AJ, slow on that AJ track. Had AJ not been involved, say it was it was KB, right? I know. I still wouldn't have liked the fact that the guy in third ends up taking out two cars. Right. That's the that's like the that's the biggest issue for me is that he just fired the guy off so hard he just bowled everybody out of the way and but like had, seized part right. and he went through. You had no issue with Cindric putting his teammate into the wall at two hundred plus in front of a pack of thirty cars for I the win. They trying to say that. Oh well, no, but you agreed with it. Like I'm not. I'm just wondering. Like where where do you find the difference? Like just because he was behind and not in front, did he put someone off? I mean, that's part of it. Okay. But like, I don't have an issue with either of it because that's what you expect in NASCAR, and that is what is supposed to be. A, a, so if I was a AJ, yeah, I would be pissed for sure. But like, but like see, as if a I'm, fan, but, but here's the thing: if I'm Chastain. I know AJ's going to do that going into turn five. If he didn't get me in 12, he's going to do it in 15. So move out of the way. Give him 15. Let him go by and then hit him in 20. Yeah. You know, like he just, he like tried to defend it and AJ got him and he was just like mad he got, got and just, he wasn't, here's the thing. He wasn't being clever anymore. Like what AJ did right. was it was clever. Like he did right. what you're supposed to do. You, you, and Ross you, was just you like, you don't like that it was a move out of desperation. Correct. It was not but calculated at that's all. Fair. That's fair. Like if it, it's stupid it and it works, didn't though, work. it's not stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yes, there's a there's a, a a line of thinking along that route, yes. But I don't know. Again, I'm biased. I said that already. That said, it is awesome that Cup is seeing all these like new teams and drivers win. I do think their new their new roles has, has also been great. You know what's great is Cup's got a new car and the racing's great and F1's got new roles and the, the racing's great. Yep. The car's got you in the booth. Gonna let that marinade for a second. So um, we've got five minutes left before James has to get on the road for his flight. Um, Any final thoughts? Cool. Um, I'm gonna tell the the users. Oh, yeah. No, no, I've got a a thought. Okay. I got a thought. Uh, Our buddy. Again, this is just being purely biased because guess what? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Uh, Parker Kligerman, honorable mention for the weekend, doing a badass job in both the truck and Xfinity race. And honestly, was just like victim. Very sweaty. Very sweaty. He did both those races in the same day. His whoop data was outrageous. It was like, (laughs) it was like almost 5,000 calories burned. And like, those are not physical cars to drive, like relatively speaking, but just... I don't know what that combined was eight hours locked in one of those tin cans, just sweating your nuts off. Uh, but 
awesome job, did great in both races, was victim of circumstance in both races, but honorable mention to him for kicking some ass and look forward to seeing him back in the car soon. That's one thought. Uh, James, you have you have something else going on this weekend, right? With Joey and Connor. Yes, that's that's true. Uh, well, we have well sans Connor. with Joey. Yeah, Connor. Unfortunately, oh, Connor's not doing it anymore. So he he had this test come up and had to. Uh, unfortunately, he's gonna have to be at Barber on Sunday when we're doing it. But yes, uh, stretch, uh, stretch Dally. He's got a great podcast that I've been on in the past. Uh, he, we're doing a a live podcast. Joey's gonna be there. There's gonna be some bourbon happening. Uh, it's pretty cool. You can actually head to, um, if you head to my or Joey's social, there are links to, uh, get tickets to come check it out. Cause it is a live deal. So that should be pretty fun. Pretty fun. It's going to be weird taking uh, Tim's role and like drinking during a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll be a lot more responsible about it than you've ever been, but anybody who's there, uh, just send him a bunch of shots. <laughs> And I will just not drink them, which is a totally okay move. You were just unaware of that, unaware of that possibility of that option. All oh, that is funny. Never, um, I've never fundamentally disagreed with something more in my life. Well, that's fair, uh, Alex. I hope you have a tremendous test. Uh, I hope that it happens. Yeah, I hope that the one tomorrow happens. Yeah, and then good luck and have fun in Bell Bell. Thank you. Always, always a fun place to, to test. I know it's your favorite track to go drive, so. And then I'm going to a mountain uh, to go hang out overnight and get some pictures of stars in the cold. Oh, yeah. So uh, why don't you just inform everybody about the rules of this little thing that you were sharing with us before? Yeah. So it's the L.A. Astronomical Society. It's their dark night. They do it once a month near the new moon. You have to be there before the sun goes down and you can't leave until the sun goes up. Can't use any flashlights with except red lights. And uh, yeah, you can't have any heaters because it disrupts the air or something. So it's like a low of 36 degrees. Going to go hang out without a heater for 12 hours. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Have to be there Pack before a dry the sun suit. goes down. <laughs> I don't think it's really used <laughs> for that purpose. Um, not being able to leave before the sun comes up. Seems a little kidnappy, if I'm honest. Yeah, a little Seems bit. Seems a little, little hostage, little hostage-esque. It's, what actually worries me more is vampires, because this feels like this. this would be like their optimal hunting area, right? It's like vampire got you there yeah you are an astrological (laughs) society and yet you believe i'm not saying i believe in them i'm just saying if they were trying to set up an ideal place to hunt people this would be it okay to think that this is an ideal setup for them you have to believe in them and no i'm just saying on the outside if they were Mm -hmm. okay Say what you will, but next week when like I ask us to do off track at night because I don't want to be out in the sunlight, you're going to know why. That's fair. As long as you promise not to bite either of us, then I'm okay with that. This this got dumber than usual. Yeah, it really did. I we'll call it a day. I'm not paying attention. So. <laughs> I'm going to cut all that anyway. <laughs> okay, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to add producer Thim. 
The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Finn. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.